It was meant to be my dream come true. Matt stood tall as we rehearsed my walk to the end of the aisle, and I wished that this was the real thing as he held my hand and the fading sunlight passed through the stained glass windows. Come tomorrow, it would be for keeps. I excitedly stretched to the tips of my toes and practiced the perfect kiss before we headed for the rehearsal dinner where I would give my bridesmaids their gifts and meet the rest of his family. Matt's parents were always on the chilly side, and I couldn't shake the sense that his sister wanted me gone, even as I passed a parcel into her hands. His aunt and uncle were far friendlier, and I saw their faces light up as a boy who barely looked like a man sauntered in wearing a blazer over jeans and a flannel. Now we have the white trash contingent in full force, Matt muttered under his breath. I playfully swatted his arm and took a step forward to shake the stranger's calloused hand. You must be the bride, he said, as my knees knocked together under the force of his shake. This was the cousin that Matt always kept under wraps. Maybe I could understand as much on account of his attire. But his smile was brilliant, and his blue eyes were warm pools I couldn't help but want to swim through as I introduced myself over the low roar of the party. Christine, he echoed. That's a pretty name. Thank you, I said. Would you like a drink? Whatever's on tap, right, Greg? Matt smirked as he pulled me away from the new guest and the beer arrived. This is good, Greg said. Wouldn't mind some wine afterwards, though. Well, we have plenty of... This is more his speed, Matt assured me. Must be a six-pack every night after all that hard work. Six-pack seemed a better term to describe the torso just hidden underneath his flannel. But Greg accepted the beer and took a quick sip as his focus stayed on my eyes. What exactly do you do? I asked. Well, I... Trade school graduate, Matt chimed in. At least you get a steady wage with all those sparks and copper wires. Slightly annoyed, I left my fiancé's hold and fixed my gaze on Greg. So you're an electrician? I asked. Smart lady, Greg said. Not quite a doctor, but what can you do? Drink your beer and try not to spoil the party, Matt smirked. I started to scold him again when Greg simply shrugged his broad shoulders. A few suds caught in the stubble lining his cheeks. I started to tell him that I liked the look of it when Matt turned me back to the party and couldn't resist looking down his nose over his shoulder. Better shave before tomorrow, kid. Greg promised to do as much and sat with his parents as I enjoyed Matt's kisses and tried to ignore his sister. At least I had Stacy, who would hold my flowers as I took Matt's hand. We had gone through college together, and I'd got her a job in my dad's practice. She offered a toast to setting me up with Matt in the first place, and I clinked her glass as I laid my head on Matt's shoulder. But I still looked at Greg and wondered what it would be like to get to know him better. Maybe Stacy would like him, and Matt could be a bit nicer. I envisioned couples' dinners and vacations in the future. It would have to wait until after the honeymoon, which loomed large on the horizon, as I kissed Matt goodnight and touched the wall near my bed. The bridal suite was just beyond my fingers, and soon I would know what it was to be loved as a wife. The light passing through the stained glass was flawless when we were pronounced— my hair pinned in place and my fluffy dress threatening to swallow me whole. But I had Matt, 
and we posed for what felt like the thousandth time in a line of so many pictures when we finally entered the limo with this sweet-looking chauffeur behind the wheel. Matt seemed so pleased, and I tried to stay close to him during happy hour until the moment we would be announced to the crowd lingering within the walls of the country club. Taking one second for myself, I ran into Greg again. Hi, wow, you clean up nice. His cheeks were smooth, and his dark hair was slicked back as he popped a cucumber sandwich into his mouth and brushed the crumbs away. Sorry I can't stay for the rest of it, he said. Why not? I asked. Don't want to see you sad. That's not happening tonight, I said. Why would you even say that? He started to speak when he simply backed away and wished me well. I liked the look of him leaving, but there was no time for such fantasies. Now I was a married woman.